Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Gas South Convention Center in Duluth, Georgia, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank, Brave the Beginning, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. We are broadcasting live this morning from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the beautiful Gas South District Convention Center. Mike Salmond in for Harper LaBelle today. He's uh, out of town with his uh, son's baseball tournament alongside Stephen Julian. Stephen, good to see you as usual. It is wonderful to see you, Mike. You see me all the time. Just I do. Not sitting so close Saw to you. Saw you last night at a networking event, and now we're we're back in the saddle. Yeah, yeah. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, right again. They can't te- keep us apart. The That's team right. is back together. We've got a great show today. We've got some wonderful guests. Marvin Jinks will be joining us. He's with Wilmington Insurance Advisors. But before we get to Marvin, we're going to be joined by Beth and Herb Hoffman with the Duluth Fall Festival. Uh, Beth, Herb, great to see you guys. Oh, it's so great to see you. Thanks for having us. The Duluth Fall Festival. Now, if you live in Gwinnett County, if you unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard of the Duluth Fall Duluth Fall Festival. It's been a, such a great event for so lo- for such a long time, and you'll explain just how long. But uh, tell us what the festival is all about. When is it? Just give us some of the the broad details. Uh, the festival is always the last weekend in September. So this year we're going to be September 30th and October 1st. Always a hiccup when it falls on the last Saturday and the first Sunday. But we love everybody to come out. It's a family event. And we have over 200 arts and crafts vendors. We have sponsors out. We have lots of food. There's a parade. There's a road race. There's entertainment all weekend long. This is a major, major event. Yeah, this started, it was such a small event when it began. It began in 1983. It was the brainchild of this wonderful woman, Catherine Willis, who's still around today. She still has her thumb on the festival and um, at 92 years old. And um, she wanted to have an event in downtown Duluth that would bring the community together. And it still brings the community together 40 years later. And this is on the uh, the town green that downtown? Take, yeah, it's over the entire downtown area. So we close off West Lawrenceville. We close off Main Street. During the parade, part of Buford Highway is closed off. And um, the whole town green is taken over. We should mention you guys are the co-chairs. As co-chairs, what does that mean? What do you do? Go ahead. Where where do you start? Uh, It's kind of like herding cats. Uh, We have a a group of co-chairs that are over each of their own committees, and then we kind of oversee that. They come to us for questions and answers. Uh, And you kind of just help organize the rest of the organization. Each of the co-chairs runs their part of the festival, and they've been doing it for many years, uh, some from the beginning also, kind of like Catherine. And um, you just kind of keep things together. You become the, uh, the eyes and ears and the voice of the festival for the year that you're uh, selected for it. And um, you keep everything running smooth and a lot of smiles and a lot of uh, attaboys. Sounds like herding cats to me. I, I was going to ask you guys a question. This is Gwinnett Business Radio here on Business Radio X. So a lot of business owners and business leaders listen to what we're doing. 
Talk about the role of businesses. Obviously, whenever you hear about a festival or something, business owners know, oh, sponsorship. But I got to believe after 40 years, it, 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 there's a lot more to it. So talk about the role that, that businesses play in the Duluth Fall Festival as sponsorship as well as some of the other things they do. So um, one of the big things, of course, you mentioned is sponsorship because the sponsorship program is what really allows us to put the festival on. It pays all the bills. We are a volunteer organization. We're a 501c3 nonprofit, and it's not the city of Duluth putting this festival on. It's the fall festival putting it on. And so the sponsors are what help pay for that. And um, in addition, they are our community partners. So we partner with different sponsors for different um, activities. So we have a community lunch on Friday afternoon. Everybody's been out getting their booth set up. We're getting the signs hung. We're putting all the no parking um, signs in place. And we have a huge community lunch. And our sponsor for I don't even know how many years has been Susanna's Kitchen. They bring in a barbecue lunch. We feed the city employees. We feed the, the festival volunteers. We feed the sponsors. We feed the arts and crafts vendors. Everybody that's out there at the police department um, is included in this. And so that's just one example of our partnership yeah. with. Um, that's a great example. That's a fantastic example. And I'm sure there's dozens more throughout the whole weekend. So then let me ask this, uh, apart from sponsorship, the other ways that businesses get involved, and you mentioned it, is that uh, there's all these vendors. So Herb, talk a little bit about what it's like to be a vendor at the Duluth Fall Festival, because there are vendors who go from festival to festival, and they've probably seen and done a lot of different things. What kind of sets the vendor experience apart at Duluth Fall Festival? So we're told by our vendors that we are the favorite festival for them to come to. Uh, <clears throat> like Beth mentioned, we've got over 400 volunteers, and we help them set up their tents. We help them set up their booths. Uh, we help them take them back down Sunday if they haven't sold out. Uh, a lot of them will sell out over the weekend uh, amongst the 60 to 65,000 people that come see the festival. And uh, so it's, it's a family event put on by 400 family members that are what make up Duluth. I don't know if we can do justice in a 15-minute interview of how big this festival is because I've had the pleasure of going for, for many years over, over the years, uh, uh, starting a long time ago. But I just want to read some information here about the, uh, the festival that you provided to us. It's a, uh, there's a variety of entertainment from two different stages all weekend, so I'm assuming a lot of musical acts. There's a lot of music. We have cultural groups that come in and they do dance. Um, there's just a variety. Our very first act every year is Elvis performs. So Elvis comes Elvis back. Presley will be here? Yeah, wow. of course. That's a scoop. Right? That is a scoop. You heard it here. <laughs> Elvis performs. Um, there is a variety of entertainment on the two stages. There are 200 arts and crafts vendors, which you mentioned at the open. A food court where you can find all your favorite festival food. A kid's corner that includes inflatables, face painters. What happens if Steve wants his face painted? Can he... Go well, to the kids' corner. Are you a kid at heart? Oh, very. He very much is. No, I'm a kid in mind. <laughs> yeah, but not in heart. A petting zoo where I assume you could herd the cats at the petting zoo. There. Yes. Big screen to watch your favorite football teams. Now that's cool. I like that. See a fall festival, knowing that they're in the southeast, they're in football country, college football country. You can come to the fall festival and not miss your game. Exactly. Very smart. You mentioned the road race, um, uh, Beth. Sunday morning mm -hmm. starts it with the Donut Dash 5K. Is this one of those races where they have donuts along the course? At no. the at, at the, the end. end. At okay. the end. Yeah. And that is a Peachtree qualifier. I, I see that as well. 
And, and you have your own mascot even. Yep, Sunshine. I'm not sure when Sunshine came on the scene, but Sunshine is all over the festival all weekend. She's in the parade, so we had to move her. She used to walk behind in front of the horses. Well, the horses were eating her hair, and so we had to separate Sunshine and the horses. What is Sunshine? Sunshine is a scarecrow. Okay. Because we're a fall festival. And she was walking in front of the horses. She was walking in front of the horses. And a scarecrow with hair? You know, straw. The straw. Yeah. The straw I, hair. And so the horses were eating that makes her sense hair. Of and so she's like, can we please move me someplace else? Oh, we brought a picture. Those of you, you on go. air can't see it, but there's Sunshine. Sunshine humbly asked. And that's the, just behind the, the horses. Deli- yeah. In front of. Yeah, she, she definitely doesn't want to walk behind them. Okay, okay. Farther in front of. She's further in further front of. Further in front yes. of. Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. They put something else in between. Okay. You heard that here first, too. <laughs> so we have Elvis scoop, and we have horses eating the hair off of a scarecrow and definitely not wanting to walk behind. You so, only get that on Business uh, Radio that's X, right. by We the way. really ask the hard questions. So I, I want to talk also a little bit about the parade. I, I actually have history with the Duluth Fall Festival uh, back to my former career, and I worked with students, and some of those students played in uh, Duluth sports, and and a lot of the Duluth high school teams will get involved. And, and that parade experience of having candy tossed and and or hurled potentially at you is is just a wonderful experience. Talk about the crowd's participation and why that makes the parade that much that much better. So the crowd they they, they start lining up like an hour or so, maybe even longer before the parade begins and um, all of the different um, groups, I'm trying to think of what the word is, but all the different groups bring candy. And so the kids know this. The parents know it because some of the parents were the kids at one time. And so everybody's throwing candy and the volunteers, we have volunteers all along the route because we don't want anybody to get run over by the cars that are in the parade. And that's, that's a good thing. It really is. Yeah. And so we have everybody's like brushing the candy towards the kids and they have brooms and stuff trying to make sure the kids aren't running into the road. They don't use the brooms on the kids. Let me right. make sure we specify that. That's a good it's thing. It's just to sweep the candy to the kids. <laughs> Wait, and I, I'm not. Did, I'm, did somebody think they would use the brooms on the kids? I just did you wanted, feel like that needed to be clarified? I just wanted to make sure there was no confusion out there. Well, we and we live in a little bit. Of, we we always are hopefully improving, and you guys have improved the festival so much through the years. I will neither confirm nor deny that that a few de- a couple of decades ago, at least, there might have been candy hurled at a little bit faster pace than it might be lightly tossed now. And there was fun in that. I'll just say that there was some there was some enjoyment in that. There's a there, there's knowing who you can toss hard at and who you can't. And I'm sure no one gets hurt in the midst of this because it's candy. I mean, and even if it does give you a little welt, all right, have the candy and you'll enjoy it. So anyway, I, I, I don't want to get you guys in trouble. That that's Those are the words of Stephen Julian, co- a slightly annoying co-host of Gwinnett Business Radio here on Business Radio. So let me ask you guys this, and, and each of you can answer it in turn. Why do you guys do this every year? Why, why do you both volunteer? Because I'm sure there's been years and years of volunteer to get to this point of being co-chairs. Why do you guys love to do this so much? So we actually got involved because uh, where I work, Subaru Gwinnett, who happens to be a sponsor of the studio. We love Subaru uh, Gwinnett. And we sponsored the uh, festival. We were uh, some of the first cars there on display. And with that, we realized what the festival was. We had, uh, we had attended it prior, uh, Beth and I and her dad, and enjoyed it. And it was our first time really getting involved in it. And so the dealership 
sponsored and they needed a face to put with the sponsorship and they chose myself and Beth. Um, so we, we became known as the Subaru and Infinity Gwinnett uh, spokespeople for the festival and for the dealerships and enjoyed what we saw. Uh, the people we met absolutely loved and got to know them. Um, and then Beth asked Catherine one day, uh, said she needed something to do. And Catherine's like, I've got a job for you. And that was kind of the end of it. And we, we dove in to the point that we actually sold our house and moved there to uh, just outside the city limits of Duluth because we wanted to be that close in that part of Duluth. That's a commitment right there. Yes. And it's, uh, it's, it's a love for the city. It's a love for the people that live there, uh, the people that have done this for so many years. We are newcomers, um, being at this eight years now. And um, so we're newcomers to it, but uh, we're just trying to do our part. And Herb, I'm going to ask you a follow-up question because, and you mentioned the word love. So Subaru, and they have been a wonderful sponsor of ours for so long, and Subaru is known as the Subaru Love Promise. And this obviously grows out of that because Subaru lets employees and, and their partners invest where they find their passion. So talk a little bit about, just just give a quick shout out to the overall, the Subaru Love Promise. Correct. And so the the, the store, the Subaru store, we do support a lot of things in town, down to, downtown Duluth. Um, we do support the festival. And like you mentioned, the time it takes for us to volunteer, the, the hours that Beth puts in are one thing. Uh, mine that it takes me away from the dealership, it does happen the end of the month. That's always busy the time around the dealerships. And yet I'm allowed and uh, uh, encouraged to attend and participate to the level that we do. Uh, it is a, it's a, a dealership event uh, that happens to take place in downtown Duluth, and um, it's great to be part of both. I want to remind everybody we're talking with um, Herb and Beth Hoffman with the uh, Duluth Fall Festival. They are co-chairs uh, this year, and uh, the date, once again, September 30th through October 1st. Is, that, is, that, is there a September 31st in there? So is that a three-day event or just two-day event? It's just two, two days. Two-day yes. event. 30 in September, 31 in October. Don't you do the knuckle thing? Well, so, I didn't, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was quicker to just to ask. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, so it's only it's one, one weekend a year? Well, the festival is more than just a weekend. Um, we have a, in Feb, early February, the festival committees get together and we have what's called a retreat. It's not restful, it's a work progress. It's more of a working retreat. And a few years back, we came up with the tagline, more than a festival, because we are more than a festival. We participate in city events. We, have, we host events for our sponsors throughout the summer months. We donate back to some of these local nonprofits that are right in downtown Duluth. We support them. We have helped host the Christmas event in downtown Duluth. So we are more than just a festival. We're not just a weekend. People work on this festival. Some of us work all year long on it. And others come out weekend of. And it's just a huge event that touches many lives in many different ways. Beth, I'm going to ask you a question. You, you came into our studio proudly wearing a, a Duluth Fall Festival shirt from the 38th Annual. Do you have a collection of, of like nine or ten shirts or more that, that you get one per year? I, cause I'm, and because you mentioned the 5K is a Peachtree qualifier, and of course there are people who collect their Peachtree. Do you have people who collect the Duluth Fall Festival shirts? We do. Um, we actually, in our attic, have all of the festival T-shirts from every year. Nice. So we should have approximately 39 different years of yeah. festival T-shirts. Herb and I personally only have, since 2015, I believe, was our first year of sponsors, yeah. and then the next year was our um, 
my first year of volunteering. Now, I've, I'm going to take a big risk because we just met before we came on the air. And so I'm going to take a big risk on this. You, you have given me a new oxymoron that I can take with me because you said it's a working retreat. I think that's an oxymoron. So may I suggest, just to be slightly annoying, that instead you guys call it a working getaway. So you get away from your normal hustle and bustle, but you're still working. Because a retreat is, is, you know, I don't want to work on my retreat. <laughs> I, I totally get it. But after something's been called something for almost that's 40 true. years, that's true. the likelihood of changing it is very Especially, especially when the lady who helped found it still has, as you said, her fingerprint still on it. Yeah, okay. Yes. All right, I, I understand. Man, yeah, Steve, and you were just put in your place, weren't you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Rightly so. Uh, I, I was asked to, uh, to ask you about what's so special about the volunteer T-shirts. So the only way you can get one is by volunteering. And so last, no, not last year, the year before, the, the red T-shirt year, I was walking through the festival and I had a small child come up to me and said, I'm lost. My mom told me to find somebody in a red T-shirt to help me find her if it ever happened when I was out here. So all of the volunteers wore the same T-shirts all um weekend long the same color the same color so we we usually hope to have more than one thanks in for our clarifying possession. that um and um so that everybody's at the festival can find a way to rec they can recognize the volunteers if they have a question if there's a need um everybody in the same color shirt is the person okay. to go to so anybody coming to the fall festival this year do not wear a red shirt well That's only for the volunteers probably be a different color mike See, they put you in your Every place. year has a different color, and the co-chairs get to pick the color. <gasps> can the, you scoop what the color is now? We can, <gasps> but we won't. Oh. So oh. It's announced, actually. You know, if I hadn't asked that question, if I hadn't said that thing about retreat, they probably would have told us it's yes. my fault. I'm sorry. 40th? Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to tell. We'll tell Mike what it is afterwards. <laughs> Man. Yeah. yeah, it's good to be co-host again. You're not on the good boy <laughs> list anymore uh, after asking, after trying to give them advice. Telling them how to do their job, like they don't know what they're doing. I did that. Okay, sorry. Right, I'm just gonna sit here. <laughs> you, you sure it's good that I'm filling in for Harper? Would you I like am to gonna have attend back? the fall festival. That's for sure. That won't keep me. Fortieth year, it's been going on. There's another anniversary going on around here somewhere. Tell me what's. I heard something. Bertie told me about some other anniversary. Yes. Yeah, so this is Beth and I's fortieth year of uh, being together, and our thirty-eighth year of being married today. Today. Today, yes. And that's why you wore the 38th annual in, in honor of your 38th anniversary. That that's exactly that's right. Fantastic. See how I redeemed myself a little you bit are there? Good. Glove saving a beauty by the by the goalie. Congrats. I don't I don't know what how to top that. Is there is there anything we're forgetting that we need to talk about regarding the Duluth Fall Festival? Yes. If you're out there and you're listening and you want to say, Oh, I really want to get involved, please go on the website, which is very easy, Duluthfallfestival.org. And there's a spot for volunteers. If you're like a business and you're like, oh, my gosh, I really have to be a part of this. This is a huge event. There's over 65,000 people I want to be in front of for the weekend. Go to the DuluthFallFestival.org website and go to sponsors and all the information's there. And you will get a response from me personally because that is one of my committees. Beth, your favorite part of the fall festival. And I'm going to ask you the same question, Herb. Is to look at the masses. So the year that the dealership was a sponsor we were up on the hill and it was raining but we were able to look out at the whole festival and everybody was carrying a Subaru Gwinnett umbrella and it was a mass it was unbelievable there were wall-to-wall -wall people 
even on a rainy day. So no matter what the weather, the fall festival is a very fun event, and it's just amazing to see so many people together having such an amazing time. Herb? Uh, for me, I think it's the transformation of downtown. Uh, we see it Thursday night as we start setting up because it, for us, it's a four-day event, uh, set up and tear down. And so we see it Thursday night with the initial setup. Friday, it really comes together, and you walk out there Saturday morning, and you really can't recognize downtown Duluth because <clears throat> yeah. it's like a, it, it truly is a festival that has taken over. Uh, and then Sunday evening, uh, we clean it all up to where at 10 o'clock Sunday evening, you can't tell there was a festival there. Um, we, we leave things better than we found them. And, uh, and then, the, like Beth had mentioned earlier, the, the funds that are raised through the festival are given back to downtown or the downtown um, uh, charities. What I love about it is it's, it's, it's definitely one of the best festivals, if not the best festival, in Gwinnett County. I love the variety. There's something there for everybody. You've got the music. You've got the sports. You've got the stuff for the kids. You've got the arts and crafts. You've got everything. How many people are you expecting? Um, consistently, the city, this, so we work together with the city of Duluth, and um, in technology today, they're able to track so many things, and consistently over the last five years, there have been over 65,000 people festival weekend, and um, so we expect upwards or over 65,000, because that's just data from cell phones, right? So they collect information that way. So every single person doesn't have cell phone, but, you know, you think about small children and there's some that don't. And um, so, yeah, we expect over 65,000 people. Wow. Yeah, those numbers are consistent, rain or shine, hot or cold. Um, people love the festival, and they will find their way there. All right, DuluthFallFestival.org. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to ask me what my favorite part of the festival was. Okay. Because well, you jumped well, in I, and I, said Well, yours. you kind of mentioned earlier, like, uh, throwing fastballs with the candy at the people in the parade. <laughs> well, that wasn't my favorite. That was, okay, that what, was a memory. Well, so, I know what so, yours favorite's going to be. What? What? The food. Well, no. no well, yeah, I mean, I, there's so much of it as favorite. What I love is so many festivals are are taken take part around where they are, but the the green at Duluth, the Duluth Town Center, I believe part of the growth of that, part of the creation of that, part of the vision of that, the the Duluth Fall Festival is a massive, massive part of that that you guys don't take a ton of credit for. But you should, because that that has absolutely grown out of doing the festival for so long. My favorite part, and he would for, he would he would forgive me if I didn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway, is MC Johnny Phelps. So you get to hear Johnny be the MC of the Duluth Fall Festival. That's the best. The best part of the me. best. So there you go. He is he's the man. September 30th to October 1st, the Duluth Fall Festival. Definitely go. It is so much fun. Something for everybody in the family. And, uh, and they're looking for volunteers. Again, DuluthFallFestival.org for all the information to volunteer, to be involved in one way or another. Uh, Beth, Herb, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, love being here. Mike, before we get to our next guest, I do want to remind everybody that Gwinnett Business Radio is brought to us by Regions. We all know that keeping your company's financial future on track means having the right resources to support your growth. Regions Commercial Banking offers you lending capabilities and strategic solutions tailored to your needs. And you'll work with a team of experienced bankers here in Gwinnett. Discover steps to take that can help move you closer to your business goals. Regions is here to help. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial dash banking. Don't forget the dash. Regions Bank. Member FDIC. 
There you go. Yeah, I did my part. Well, that that was a lot of fun talking about the uh, the fall festival. I had forgotten until you brought it up the story that you've been in the parade. I've actually was in the parade like ten or twelve years ago as well. Really? I think it was for one of the baseball teams. I must. I guess it, one of the teams I was coaching. You don't. You don't. It wasn't. I a do Chris- not remember <laughs> who I was with or what float I was on. But, but you I, were throwing things. I was throwing kindly into stuff. the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, there's only one thing more fun than a fall festival, and that's insurance. Oh, yeah, man. Can't so, <laughs> uh, poor, poor Marvin. Marvin Jinx, we're going to make this fun. Yeah. We're going to make this fun. No, no, Marvin is going to make Marvin this fun. Marvin is going to make this fun. Yeah. Marvin Jinx is here with Wilmington Insurance Advisors. He's the, uh, the principal of the firm. Marvin, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm glad to be here. All right, Wilmington Insurance Advisor, you're not just a one-weekend thing. You're an all-year thing. We're an all-year thing. Tell yeah, us about your company day. and what you do and what kind of insurance you cover. Yes. Yeah, so we do everything in the health insurance space and life insurance space. So we're experts at it. Love it. Do it. Uh, we do employee benefits. So we cover companies and help them set up benefit packages for their employees. And then we also help folks with marketplace individual insurance. And then we kind of help people with Medicare as well. So we kind of say once you're a customer of ours, we want you to be a customer for the rest of your life. So what I like, so you're in your lane. You're not doing uh, uh, home insurance. You're not doing auto insurance. No, you're, sir. You're, it's a personal it's health and all that type of stuff. Absolutely. So you're, you're sticking to your lane. Yes, sir. Like yes, that. sir. We want to be experts and at what we do. A lot of people try to do everything, right. but we've learned that um, when, when you kind of hone in your focus, then that really helps you to be able to serve clients better. So. And we're certainly going to talk on the individual side, but you mentioned employee and in, yeah. in what you do the last 10 to 15 years, especially in terms of health, has just been turned completely upside down and it's not your doing but you've had to work in that yeah so when it, when a business owner listening who yeah. maybe a few years ago just gave up on employee benefits said yeah. everybody's on their own talk about what's going on now talk about the market as it stands today especially to a business owner there might be some benefit for them offering benefits yeah absolutely i think the the first thing i would say is is um and being competitive in hiring, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody is looking for good employees. It's an absolute must that you offer some type of employee benefits. And so what I would say to every business owner out there is regardless of the size of your company, you can offer some type of employee benefits to make it better on your employees. When I first started in the industry back in 2016, I'd walk into a business and the the boss would go, hey, we don't do any of that. I just give my guys 400 bucks and they go out and get their own insurance, right? Well, the problem with that is that there was no tax shelter for any of that. Mm -hmm. So the employer was having to max FICA, FUTA, um, you know, all of those taxes on that money and the employee was having Having to pay income taxes on that money as earned income. So under and and not to get too much into the weeds, right? But everybody realized in 2016 when Obamacare came out that it was going to be super super hard for small businesses to continue their benefits packages. So they started something called QSERA, and then a few years later under the Trump administration, a thing called ICRA 
was started. And that's a fancy word for saying you go go out and get your own coverage and your employer is able to reimburse you a portion of that. So really every single company has an opportunity to to offer benefits and we can do that in a way that makes it um, really good for the employees. They're not on their own to go out and get those benefits. We walk them through that process and help them pick the plans that suit their family. I think one of the other things probably as a business owner, so let's take that business owner that in 2016 said, I just give them 400 bucks to tell them to go do their own thing. You would, your advice to them would be, Hey, there's a way that you don't have to all be under one plan, but you can now reimburse your employees. And obviously that helps with their taxes. But I think the other thing that's happening, talk a little bit about, uh, and this can be both for businesses and their employees and individuals. I would imagine one of your big key roles is to just kind of help educate people on what their options are. Cause I, I, I think everybody is, there's a, there's a state of confusion that yeah. has, and it isn't y'all's fault. It's just the fact that I think nobody knows which way is up or down because of government getting involved. That's my words, not yours, but talk, talk about, um, how you help people make those choices. Well, the first thing I want to correct you, Please. whenever the government gets involved, it gets better. Really? Okay. <laughs> that was a joke, yeah. but yeah, no, it gets yeah. confusing. I was every hoping time. you're being yeah. Yeah. There. So the no. laugh, let's see, I should have picked up on the laugh, but yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. No. The, so, the worst words are I'm from the government and I'm here to help. So anyway, go ahead. So I'll, I'll just say it's this. It's kind of like a working retreat. <laughs> so I'll just say this. You know, as a grown married man in my 30s, I did not understand anything about insurance, right? Mm -hmm. I was that guy that was still calling my mom going, hey, I've got a choice between a $2,500 deductible and a $5,000 deductible. What does that mean? Which one do I need to pick? And I was that guy. So I understand that most folks don't understand the inner workings of health insurance, Mm -hmm. how it works, why they're getting bills, right? We just go to the hospital and we just know stuff starts showing up in the mail, right? So we don't really know those inner workings. And so why I got into the business is because once I began to understand it, I wanted to help other people understand it. And so I think that's really, really important. You know, one of the craziest questions I still get all the time is people go, hey, I can get individual health insurance outside of the marketplace, right? And I'm like, no, that no longer exists. So it's either on the marketplace or it's through your employer. There there really is no such thing as individual health insurance out there if, in the market. If anymore. they're saying that, they're in some kind of alternative product, right? Right. They're, they're so in, they in might a, be in a Christian, right. you know, share or ministry or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to tell you something that you probably already know. You're in a very competitive industry. Yeah, you already, Did you already know that? I do. Okay, I do. you already knew that. So when I, when I go to Wilmington Insurance Advisors, I assume I'm getting Marvin Jinx. Tell me more about Marvin Jinx, because I'm thinking the six-year-old Marvin Jinx probably wasn't talking about deductibles and premiums and all yeah. that kind of thing. I want to be the insurance guy. Yeah. But you, you're obviously there now. So, so how did the road take you to where you are today? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is, is I knew at 18 years old that I wanted to be a business owner, right? I knew I wanted to be in business for myself. I wanted to be my own boss. And so, you know, as I began to look out and, and kind of survey all of the things I could do as a business owner and, you know, doing a franchise somewhere and what that would require and what that would take, I think I landed on insurance because it met a lot of um, uh, individual passions that I had uh, to help people, uh, to really 
protect the people that I care about the most. And so I think with that and the opportunity of, of unlum, unlimited earning potential and the idea that no one set my salary, I didn't have to wait every year to get a, a raise or, you know, a merit bonus or whatever. So I think, you know, my passion, my energy um, to want to be successful and to have a great business uh, led into that. And also I get to help people. So a friend of mine has a, a little slogan. He just says, you know, we get to help people and make a lot of money doing it. And so nice. I love that. Yeah. You know, you use the word passion a couple of times, and, and I yeah. love that because you've been smiling the whole time, yeah. and so I can see the passion in, in your face. And we joked going into this interview, you know, insurance, you know, what's better than a fall festival? Well, insurance, you know, just kind of making that joke that insurance, oh, it's boring. Yeah. It, it can't be, it's it's not really boring. It's it's, it's vital, of course. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, but I bet you've seen some crazy things. Yeah. I, yeah. So... The first company I started with back in 2016, and this this is a, a one example, and I'll give two stories. Um, but anyway, the company I started with had a guy who had an accident policy in Florida. This accident policy paid $1,000 for an injury, right? This guy had 44 accidents in one year. So this guy made 44 grand in a year off of an accident policy that he just kept making claims on. So that that's one crazy example. It and took, then, It took 44 times before there was like a little red flag that maybe something's going on here. So here's the problem. Once that policy is enforced, the insurance company can't, you know, they, they're they're bound by the, the rules of that. But I will say this. I'm sure if that guy was one day late paying his premium, they were going to cancel that policy on him. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, um, next story is uh, actually my first day out in the field. So I go through training. I go through all this stuff. I'm in the field. We're enrolling this company. And so the employees are coming in one by one. We're sitting down with them, going over their benefits. They're making this election. And so uh, after about four or five people, this lady comes in and I greet her and I, you know, hey, how are you doing? And uh, she doesn't even speak. She just plops down in the chair. She crosses her arms, crosses her legs, and she goes, I want to know how much life insurance I can get on my husband. And I'm like, a deer in headlights, like, whoa, what, what do you mean? How much life insurance can you get on your husband? Well, to make a long story short, as we continue to talk, this lady was in an abusive marriage, and her husband had actually been abusive that morning. And so the only thing I could see was is like me being on Dateline, NBC, or like 2020 giving a, a report on this lady buying life insurance. And so, you know, um, you know, we talked to her and encouraged her, you know, hey, what, whatever you're thinking about, we don't want to know. But there's a lot of alternatives out there to yeah. probably whatever you're thinking about to get life, life insurance. insurance to yeah, 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 absolutely. So that was my first day out in the field. That was your first day? In the field. I had gone through training, but it was my first day in the field. This happens to and me. And since then, it's been try to top that story. And yeah, it's like, thankfully, I'll, I'll take, no. I'll take uh, everything yeah. else wow. short of that. So, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> So, so uh, apart from that very unique employee benefit meeting that you yeah. had on your first day out in the field, now uh, you are a firm principal running your own uh, running your own firm. Yeah. And when it comes to and and again, this goes for I think employee benefits or just any individual. What are some of the most vital benefits? that individuals and and employers can provide for their employees because you know Mike made the joke oh it's interesting you know insurance we're going to fascinate you know entertaining subject 
it's essential because Absolutely. insurance at its core is there for the worst case scenarios that happen in someone's life. Absolutely. So what are some of the most vital benefits that everybody should have? Yeah, so we really talk about three pillars to uh, all of us in terms of our financial protection. There's a lot of other things that, that you know you need to do in terms of investment and your portfolios and all that other stuff uh, to take care of retirement. But when we talk about the, the health and life insurance space, there's really three pillars. The first thing is health insurance, right? You got to have some type of health insurance. Uh, I see people uh, all the time who are dealing with financial situations because they didn't have health insurance, and now they've got thousands of dollars of medical bills. So you got to have health insurance. But the problem with health insurance, right, is who is health insurance paying? When you when you when we pay the premiums, that's a question. So who who does the money go to when we pay the hospitals, doctors, hospitals and doctors, yeah. right? That money doesn't come to us. And so I think the second benefit I think everybody should have in some form or another is a short term and long term disability, right? So that protects you if you can't work and you can't earn an income, that money comes to you. So first we're gonna make sure doctors and hospitals can get paid to treat you and to take care of you. The second thing we're going to do is make sure that if you can't earn a living because of something that has happened, an injury or sickness or an illness, that you can continue to get an income. So. And there's affordable long-term products out there. Yeah, absolutely. Whether you're uh, on an employee or an employer group, uh, you can get short-term disability. Even if you're an individual, you know, I'm sure you guys talk to, and a lot of your audience may be 1099 contractors. Uh, and even for those folks there's short-term and long-term disability policies that they can get. And not to get too lost in the weeds, but I keep coming back to the idea of, again, business leaders and business owners listen to this show. If I'm a business owner and I go through the process of offering health insurance to my employees, yep. I think one of the things that would be great to educate employees and not do it in a caustic way or an abrasive way, but to simply tell the employees, hey, if I'm offering you this benefit... Let's go to the market and look at what this would cost because most individual, as someone who's kind of covered themselves health wise for a long time, you're talking about a thousand dollars a month is nothing in terms of premiums. It's more Absolutely. like 1500 and stuff like that. So to say, Hey, if I'm offering this benefit to you, the benefit to the business is we get a little bit of discount pricing, but if you were to do this on your own, this is like a thousand dollars a month raise this is a, i mean it, it's it's worthwhile to have something that you then can use when you go to the doctor and or more importantly when you have that surgery when you have that accident it's there to cover it. So I, that was my PSA for you, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I wanted to ask this. That, that was better advice than you gave the Duluth Fall Festival I'm on, earlier. I, listen, I'm, on, yeah. I'm getting a good string going here. I, want, I don't want to mess it up. But let yeah, me yeah. hit the last yeah. benefit of those three pillars. Oh, so yeah. health insurance, short-term and long-term disability, and then life insurance, right? Life insurance is absolutely critical. I'm, I don't plan to die. I know, right? No I, one I, does. I, I, guys tell me all the time, they go, life insurance doesn't go to me. It goes to somebody else. And I'm like, well, how much do you love that somebody right. else, right? That's super, super important that folks get life insurance. And a lot of folks are covered under their like a group umbrella plan. Mm -hmm. But what I would say to employers is bring in a supplemental company mm -hmm. that allows employees to buy a permanent life insurance product that they can take into the retirement with them. So I think those are the kind of the three pillars that we want 
want to make sure all of our clients are offering their employees. I'm potentially getting myself in trouble. Mike just praised me. I'd had a couple good things after my, my bad oh, thing God. before, but you are a firm principal. <laughs> yep. You own, you own the, yep. the, the, um, the practice. Is there potential for you to bring on other insurance advisors? Uh, that is that something that you're looking to do in the future? Is that something you're doing now? Talk a little bit about because I think people hear insurance agent yeah. and they think, oh, everybody's the same. No, a firm principal, you own you own your firm. So Absolutely. talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I think the biggest advantage is is that when we say firm principal, what we are is we are full scale brokerage. So we don't have any type of affinity to any insurance company. I made the decision early on in my career that I did not want to push a product down people's throat. I really wanted to serve them and to be able to go out and canvas the market and get the best product for the best, you know, for the best need for that individual. And so what we do is we broker. We, we're going to go to all the, the insurance companies and the insurance companies know this. I'm going to pit them against one another, mm -hmm. right? Because when there's competition, the customer wins. Mm -hmm. So when insurance companies are competing for business, then it actually helps the customer win and get the best rates and, possible. And individuals are different. And based on their differences, there are certain firms that want to that are better suited to insure for better prices, right? Absolutely. And so you shop for the person. You, you're not tied to just one particular product or one particular company. Absolutely. We're licensed and contracted with over 60 insurance carriers. So. Well, Marvin, I want to thank you. Yeah. You have, you know, insurance can be very intimidating to a lot of folks, including myself. Yeah. And this conversation today has made it less intimidating. And, and, and you've actually made it interesting, to be honest with you. I mean, I joked about the fall festival. There was so much surprise in I, your voice I, I, when you I, said I, that. I, I love the passion. I love that you made it. You made, you, you, I understood everything you were talking about. You didn't talk over my head. Again, because, there was so much surprise in your voice when well, you said that. Well, Stephen, you, you know in the 10 years we've been doing this, we've had insurance agents on before and other <coughs> And we had partners. a great nap during that. And, you know, it days. just, you know. It did, it Not did, today. But, but, but you represent the industry very well. So thank you very much, uh, Marvin, for those. Those that would like to find out more about the Wilmington Insurance uh, Advisors would like to get some information or just look into you, uh, where can they go? So we're on all the social media platforms. Our website is mygahealth.com. And uh, if you need quotes, if you need anything, just have questions, uh, we would love to be able to serve and, and to help. I say this all the time. Every single person has an insurance problem at some point in their life. We want to be there when they have those questions. Yeah, that is absolutely true. All right, Marvin Jinks, Wilmington Insurance Advisors, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. And thanks again to uh, Beth and Herb Hoffman with the Duluth Fall Festival. Great show today, a lot of fun. Oh, by the way, I want to give the dates one more time. September 30th to October 1st, the Duluth Fall Festival in Duluth, Georgia. Mike, I'm a little nervous. You're Herb, on some Herb pressure Ho now. Herb Hoffman is in the studio. He did a great job with the with the Duluth Fall Festival, but he's the service director of Subaru of Gwinnett, and he's going to be listening very carefully to the next. Herb, turn seconds. your headphones off, Mike. You're putting too much Herb, pressure on yourself. Sorry, okay. Just read it. Okay, okay. I'm a, but I'm going to do the best job I've ever done. Love. That's what makes a Subaru. A that Subaru. won't be hard. <laughs> Herb, that was Mike. That was not me. Let's try this again from the top. Take two. Dan, take two. Okay, here we go. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people, real people, sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today or come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, 
then check out their Facebook page and all their social media pages for the latest news, offers, and community events. Just so you know, Herb, uh, Harper and Stephen, they do a great job reading that every single time. Yeah, absolutely. Every I'm, single time. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. Whew, man, that was close. Thank you to our guests. I uh, want to thank our producer, Dan, as well. And uh, and Sean, right? Did I get the name? Our, our, yes. our friend here in the studio that he came He was co-producing along. today. What, was he actually in the yeah, producer seat? Yeah, he got in the producer seat. He did our a show great has job. Ne- our show has never sounded better. I noticed the sound was a little bit better when Remember Sean was to follow us on social media. We're on all the social media places uh, just like Marvin. We're on uh, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. LinkedIn and Twitter and all those things out there. Uh, Gwinnett Business Radio X. And other than that, just join us every Thursday at uh, 10 o'clock for our show, right? Yes, absolutely. All right, Steve. Next week, it'll probably be me and Harper again. Probably. We had a great time today. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, thanks for letting me co-host. Thanks for letting me ba- be back in the saddle you today. You did a great job. Mike. For the entire team, we'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.